This is Well Basically with your hosts, Mike De Silva, Leila Gulassi, and Sam Weeks. Well, basically. On today's show, we talked about New Year's resolutions, but we also got really drunk because technically this is our Christmas party. Didn't we, Mikey? Woo! <laughs> so many people here. Yeah, so Thanks we... Thanks for the sponsorship. <laughs> Big shout out to Staple. And then we kind of just caught up and chatted and it was a, a bit of a fun time. So if you're up for a fun time, then you should definitely listen to this episode and... and I'm up for a fun time. <laughs> Good ad libs, Mikey. We hope you enjoy... Well, basically. basically... Sorry, I had a mouthful. <laughs> Brought to you by Staple. Oh, you guys gotta wait. I've gotta do I've gotta do my riff on the on the baby. <laughs> oh, it's no so emotional, but it's still good. I feel like this is a New Year's vibe tune. <laughs> Welcome! Everybody! <laughs> yeah. Absolutely! Everybody! <laughs> Everybody, everybody. This is the final episode for the year. Everybody needs somebody picking up and everybody needs a little respect. We want to say a big, big thank you to you guys who have listened throughout this year. Sorry. Through the ups and downs. First time listeners, last time listeners, and those who listen every single week. We love you the most. Thank you. Thank you, Ears. If you can't tell, we're all a bit drunk. (laughs) We thought we'd record our Christmas party because we're fun like that. (laughs) Responsibly. Responsible. Absolutely. Everybody, everybody, absolutely everybody. We should just have this song and repeat the whole time, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, Can we have background music? Can I do a request? (laughs) I would love that, but we're probably going to have to save that for after just because I reckon one song for potential (laughs) copyright infringement is enough. Yeah, true. What if we sing over it poorly? Yeah, well, if we can talk over it, like when we start doing the video content. Does that moot infringement? Yeah, it does. So when we start doing YouTube videos and stuff, there's a... um, Let's turn that down. Um, there's kind of a you can't actually play like copyrighted music on YouTube. So what I'm going to have to do is my whole editing process is going to have to change. There's going to be drinking noises today. Yeah, there yeah. are going to be. There's going to be several drinking noises today. A few pauses. I'll do my best in the edit to take them out, but that's that's okay. It's weird because usually what we do before we start a show is we don't really talk to each other, so we have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about when we <laughs> come we're into the room. about heaps. But we've actually just been preloading, yes, <laughs> quite intensely, uh, sort of in the in the lead up, and have actually talked about many many things. <laughs> Some things will be brought up, I'm sure, on the on the show later as we progress on and as we drink more alcohol. And while we talk about responsibly, just <laughs> stop saying responsibly. You know that we're not doing that. <laughs> so today's show is brought to you by Staple Drinks. Staple is a new beverage company launched by three longtime mates in Clavelli, Sydney. After noticing all the beers started tasting the same and catching up on their mediocre rigs, the idea for Staple was born. Staple is hell-bent on delivering super tasty bevies that won't hurt the waistline, breaking the mould of boring and bland, better-for-you beverages. Fucking good alliteration there, Paulie. I it really appreciate awesome. that. You pulled that off. 
Finally, a first sip to get excited about and super sessionable drink to share with your mates. There are two flavours available. Vodka, vodka soda, soda lime, lime and gin soda, soda cucumber. cucumber. What are our thoughts on those two drinks, guys? Yeah, I like them. I Fucking dig them. Delicious, so drinkable. Both beverages are made with real fruit puree, skin, and all to eliminate waste. We like that environment. Mm. It tastes like real fruit because it is real fruit. No nasties and no fake stuff. Both beverages are all natural, 89 calories, low in sugar, one gram of real fruit, gluten free, and they taste yeah. unreal. That's we really should have saved an opening of a can for like the end of that. Well, That's you can, right. You can cut the opening I had before and put it. Oh, yeah. It's crisp. But yeah, it is a succulent beverage and I've actually been drinking these crap regularly. Probably the most appropriate usage of the word succulent ever <laughs> yeah. in this entire fucking podcast. Well done. Yeah, well, I, you know how I like to use the word succulent inappropriately. They are delightful. I've guzzled three already. They are so it's smashable. Third. It's actually a problem. Like, you have one sip and then you just keep on sipping because you think you're hydrating, but really it's, it's delicious alcohol. I'm actually really <laughs> conscious of that because I ha- <laughs> Layla you, has w- things to you- do tomorrow. <laughs> so You don't want to be blown from either end. No, no I do <laughs> not. Or simultaneously. Not, not in front of a have group you ever of had that? 40 people. Oh, not in front of 40 people. <laughs> it's a niche for someone. Mm, it's funny because this will go out and then everyone will be like, oh, that's why Layla shit herself. <laughs> <laughs> If you see in my if you see in my stories tomorrow, well, you won't hear this tomorrow. But if you see in my stories one week before this was done, Man, recorded, I that I shit myself, There's this brown, is why. It's a picture of some brown tights. I'm sure you'll share that with everyone oh. if you shit yourself. That would make my year. I'd be laughing with you though, not at you. With you definitely. You'd be laughing both with and at. A little bit, yeah. I've got to be honest. Because if it's someone else, I would do both. That's uh, <laughs> Have you ever shit yourself in a public place, Mikey? Uh, no, but I've come close. Oh, we've, we've all come close, haven't we? Yeah. Let's be honest. I shit myself in the Louvre when I was three years old. Oh, I don't know if that counts. I feel like yeah, there's a cut-off age limit. No, but it gets better, right? So my godfather was walking me around the Louvre. I was on his shoulders, had a nappy on, looking at the beautiful I agree art. with that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Um <laughs> And I started shitting and he could feel it. He was like, yeah, I can feel the starting to fill up, but it's fine. Sam's got a diaper on. Turns out the diaper wasn't quite enough to hold the load. (laughs) So it started leaking out the back and flowing down his neck, down his back in the middle of the Fluid. You know what? I was just talking about that the other day. Like babies' poops are next level. Like when Emmy was a baby, she would shit and literally, it would come out her nappy and go all the way up to her fucking hairline. <laughs> and I, I would, <laughs> and I was just like, "How can such a small person shit so much? And how can it travel so far up?" It's like I have to give her a fucking bath. Anyways, thank God she wipes her own bum now. Thanks, Emmy. Winning. <laughs> thank God. I'm really tempted to go live on Instagram. Yeah, do it. Yeah, let's fucking do it. Is that a sensible idea? Yeah, it's funny. I think I've gone through half of this little sucker already. Somebody thinking of me. Never bad enough. Respect. That's okay, guys. This song, you'll know this one. I've already spilled a drink. (laughs) And taxi, it's for Sam. Yeah, this one? Yeah. I'm a man. Yeah, everyone knows this song. In the city. Loves Jesus. 
in America too. It's weird, year. like talking now because we kind of uh, already did Monday, so I feel like I caught you up on my weekend completely. Maybe I never realize we have anyway. so little to talk about when we have to come to a <laughs> Guys, I've podcast. Almost we actually don't though. We have way more than that. But it's how have you been going with your sort of like rule breaking slash structure thing? No, it's still the same. <laughs> still terrible. <laughs> I still have to do all the things. Um, but I'm going to try and get better at that over the holidays. Oh, no, I'm going to suck at it. Oh, no, I'm already going to suck at it already because I'm already planning out my day. <laughs> fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I don't think that's a bad thing, though. <sighs> no, it's not. It's just the anxiety that comes along if I don't, if things don't go according to plan. But I'm going to work on that. And I've always said multiple times this year that it's time I saw a therapist again and it's probably that's someone that needs to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I think I have to see a therapist again too. Mm. Yep. But where are you going to go? I just find it. I'm really picky with my therapists. I was going to reach out. You know how people ask like hairdressers and shit on Instagram. I was like, maybe I'll just ask Does anyone, I feel like mental health is getting more talked about. I was like, does just anyone have know to around. a good <laughs> psychologist? <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, there's this really good place, and I can't remember what it's called. It's in Surrey Hills, and they like the um, Lavender Project, it's something like that. Yes, yeah, and you can. Yeah, but I've looked at all of them, and they weren't suitable. No, no, no. But you like, <laughs> you like fill out information right, and it uh, suggests like someone who would be really, really good for you to go and see. So like, mm-hmm. if you're into, because uh, like the, my biggest thing is this is when the one time I've looked at seeing a therapist was I am really insecure about was really insecure about music and yeah. like playing music out loud made me feel like being creative. You hate everything that you do. And I'm like, I'd really like to get rid of this feeling and I've kind of got rid of it on my own already. But what did you do to get rid of that? I just played more and learnt to give less fucks. You just, you just did the thing that made you uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Heaps, yeah. heaps and heaps of times. Yeah, that's a good lesson. You got to be uncomfortable. I think, yeah, I think that's the big thing. I think you just got to lean into the uncomfortableness. Just accept it. I feel like the more I accept the uncomfortableness, the better it gets. I've mentioned this uh, woman before, Brene Brown, but you should read some of her books. She's written uh, The Gifts of Vulnerability. She's a shame researcher. Often we don't do stuff because there's the potential for shame or because we feel shame about something happening. She's really fucking smart. Her TED Talks are really good Oh, as Her well. TED Talks are amazing. She's got a Netflix thing on too. Yeah. But her book, I've read that one, The Power of Vulnerability. It's yeah, really that good. That, <laughs> that, that helped me. Oh, so good. Yeah. She's got, um, oh, what's the new one? Uh, there's Brave in the Wilderness and the leadership got, one. Yeah. She's got a few now actually, but I've only, I've only read Power of Vulnerability and just listened to her TED Talks. Mm. And Smart on woman. podcasts. So good. I've never heard of her. <laughs> I should probably check her out in that case. Yeah, she's good. Yeah, it she's- resonated with me because a lot of the t- a lot of the stuff that I hold back is like fear of rejection and um, blah, 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 or like. That's a very specific of you. <laughs> you know, not, or never being good enough or never being smart enough. And if you want to do things and you have to put yourself out there and you have to be willing to experience those things. Otherwise you're never going to do f- anything. Is she the yeah. fake it till you become it lady? No. 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 All right. So but I, I, that is a motto I do stand by. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you do just have to fake it just until you feel little, it. Until you make it. Do a little bit of pretending and then you're like, yeah, I can actually do this and I'm good at it. There was a, I don't want to say a study, but there was a thing done where they said, if you look yourself in the mirror and smile, you will start to feel better because you trick your brain. So essentially your brain can be tricked. Yeah, you can do a thing called acting opposite too, which Shelley taught me. And 
we <laughs> I think it was her and I, we used to like, I think I did something like ridiculous, like trot around like a horse or a unicorn. Like if you, <laughs> if you're in a, you know, if you're really like down kind of mood, if you act opposite, it can kind of help you yeah. come out of that a little bit. That's Obviously not all things are super severe and really dark. Like maybe go and see someone. That's why I, th- um, I actually looked at <laughs> pretend don't to be a like dolphin a if you're upset. Helping me. I speak dolphin fluently. <laughs> I actually do. Have a try to go. Me that? too. Let's go. Oh god, what am I doing with that? I'll have a dolphin off. That's why I looked at doing drama classes actually in the past few years because they get you like I remember doing it when I was younger and they get you to do exercises where you just get comfortable with like. Pretty much being a fucking dickhead. And and then it takes away the that, like, you know, because you're always scared of, like, oh, what if I look silly or what if I look stupid or – and then it kind of takes that away. And I actually really enjoy drama. Yeah. So I was, like, thinking of that was a way to do it. Were you a drama kid at school? Yeah, I was actually. Hell yeah, same. Were you a drama kid at school, Mikey? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine you loving to get up on stage with hundreds of people. It's <laughs> becoming a parent. I don't think group fitness was the right career path for me, isn't it? <laughs> but you were so good at it, so that doesn't make sense, does it? Is that not a hint, Michael? Hmm, do you like being on stage in front of people? No, maybe don't do this career. <laughs> maybe go, yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> but maybe you just were like getting outside your comfort zone. I tell you what, it was actually good for that. And what I found not doing it is I am less kind of willing to put myself out there because I'm kind of out of practice. So when I was doing that, I was doing it too much for me uh, because it was just too draining. But I think I could have scaled it back. It did get me in the habit of putting myself out there, taking some risks and being in front of people. Yeah, I agree. I feel like times where it's like really stressful, but I actually am able to better cope with the stress eventually is when I'm actually finding that sweet spot of exposing myself to the things that I'm like a little bit anxious or stressful Mm. about. And then like you do it and it's not so bad. And then the more you do it, it's like kind of kills the fear. Yeah, totally. And so I feel like I've been kind of hiding for a few years and now like doing this thing has kind of helped me get myself out there too. Yeah. Well, it's all about talking about the things and getting got to take those risks, man. He says, <laughs> as a man who loves <laughs> to take risks. <laughs> as a guy living in the glassiest of glass houses with plenty of stones. Oh, why is that bag of drinks so far away? Layla, can you drag it over, please? Are you a Scorpio? No. Uh, many a things. Libra. <laughs> Correct. Yes, Libra. I remember when I was a drama kid, my first role was uh, in the Pied Piper of Hamelin. Yeah. And I was the the king, the fat king who wasn't that into the pie paper. And I had to wear a fat suit yeah. because at the time I wasn't overweight. I was like a, a normal kid. I think I must have been. This was at intermediate school, so like year eight. I forgot. I had to eat this big piece of chicken. And I was like, and I was like this big and I had to wear a big red coat and a stupid pirate hat. <laughs> and I was eating the chicken and I had to eat it real grossly. And I had to say these lines. My line was the cue for the Pied Piper to come out. Yeah. And I just like, <laughs> forgot yeah. the fucking line. So there's yeah, the this guy in a job, fat mate. suit just eating chicken, <laughs> <laughs> just waiting for the Pied Piper to come out because I'm like, oh, I can't remember what the fuck I'm supposed to say right now. Like, what is it? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a bit scary. I remember doing like a proper monologue and trying to learn that was very stressful. I auditioned for Snow White and the Seven Dwarves once. Yeah. 
Yeah. Didn't get a roll, but I was a tree. True story. <laughs> you actually got the tree. I part. got the tree. Well done. That's rare. Placated me, the motherfuckers. <laughs> I was a real fucking good tree, though, and I made my own costume. I bet you Because were. I was excellent at painting. It's okay. the best tree you've ever seen. I'm going to get this tripod and make this better. You guys talk amongst yourselves. Entertain the people. There'll be no Well, um. Oh, can you grab me a bit? I... Which one? Oh, Gin or vodka? Oh, surprise me. Treat yourself. Okay, well, I did bring the Grey Goose, remember? It's in my bag. It might be warm by now. And I also bought a bottle of wine because Why wouldn't not? be me if I didn't go and freaking over Wine not. But I'm going to need to Get pee it? a lot during the whole time. Wine You've not. done very well. You've done very well. <laughs> five out of five uh, for you. I just titty knocked the mic. <laughs> I hate when that happens. My pecs are so huge from benching today. (laughs) Massive tits. (laughs) Whoa. Why don't we move on to a topic? What are your guys' thoughts on New Year's resolutions? Oh, not a big fan. uh, I think they're a bit overrated and people make these huge, grandiose kind of I'm going to overhaul Everything about my life and, I don't know, sail around the world or whatever the fuck these people <laughs> so are. your New Year's resolution to sail around the world. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I've never heard anyone say they're going to do that. Row around the world. With... And then everyone else can fuck off into the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, heard, I've definitely heard like you me. say that before. <laughs> what, what are your thoughts, Sam? But Resol- in saying that, I might have also had my own resolutions for New Year. I reckon, <laughs> I reckon resolution's a dumb word. I don't like the word resolution. Hmm. I think, yeah. yeah. Surely they came about by it's kind of the end of the year, right? And you've had a big year and it's time to rest and you kind of reflect and go, <clears throat> maybe there's something I want to do different this year. Yeah. And I think that's kind of where I'm at. I think I'm just bucking back against the the resolution thing, like you were just saying. Yeah. So maybe they kind of sound a bit naff, but actually they can can be kind of cool. Yeah, I think it's potential. I think it's all the framework around it. I don't want to say that New Year's resolutions are bad. But I don't think you need to call it a new year resolution. I just think you can just call it your your goals. Yeah, um, I like the word goal way better than resolution. Yeah, just because it's like, you know, you're always you're always life is a feedback loop and you're just like, okay, you know, every week, month, year is like, okay, what do I want to do different this week? What do I want to do different this month? What do I want to do different to last year? For me, I want to do a lot of things different <laughs> than last year. Um <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> But but that's the whole thing. I don't think it's wrong to want to have new goals for a new year. But I just think again, you, I don't, I don't know I, if I would necessarily call it a New Year's resolution. I would just say these are my current goals that I want to work towards. If that's the case, then go Your for it. Tired reflections. I just think it's been such a big year for me. I'm just kind of in this really reflective, contemplatory. So I don't know. What if that's was a good word. about your years? This year. This year? Not, not years in general. Not all of your years, just this one year in particular. Let's show, let's show, let's, um, show some gratitude, hey? Or not. <laughs> Attitude of gratitude, I say. Yeah. Um, I think the really good thing about this year is it forced you to slow down. Um, I liked that because mm. I'm someone who really struggles to, if I'm not doing something, I feel really guilty. It also allowed me more time with my daughter which was really nice. It also allowed me the time and the space to kind of work on myself. I have, I've had a really big year um, and a lot of that has come down to working through a lot of my shit as we all have as humans, but specifically the past year has been a really big one. So it gave me the actual time and space because I, I couldn't really be busy with anything else. 
that I had to really work on myself. And same, I was in a lot of a lot of reflection, a lot of I did a lot of like looking at myself and what I liked, what I wanted to change, what was working, shit that I may have been holding on to. Also like just realizing the real important people in my life. What I I realized what I wanted to spend my time and attention on because I'm such a people pleaser. I want to do everything and make everyone happy. Mm -hmm. Um, And this year kind of forced me to look at, you know, what makes me happy, who makes me happy, who are the really important people in my life. And like just reflecting a couple of days ago, I was thinking, you know, where I'm at is incomplete 360, just the people in my life right now and everything. I'm just I feel actually, I do really feel grateful, not faking it, but I actually feel really grateful for all the people that are currently in my life. I'm really happy about it and I'm where I'm at. So overall, COVID's been shit. Fuck COVID. But what's come out of it, I've actually I've actually gained a lot, to be fair. What about yeah, you nice. guys? What was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> this is the, these are the things that Sam cuts out. Yeah, <laughs> we won't know. This, edit, this is going to be completely unedited this episode. No, but, I definitely edit. How's your year been, bitch? Oh, like, it's what's been, the best thing? Uh, so the best thing. It's been Showing gratitude. Year. Yeah, but the, the best thing for me has been the whole situation's kind of forced me to reconnect with people like I've been – messaging my mum and my sister a lot and we now talk on a kind of daily basis we sort of got out of the habit of doing that and so that's been really cool and just some old friends that you know like my my really good high school friends and stuff that you always see you see photos and stuff Mm. but I haven't really taken the time to to message them as much as I should have and so that's been the best thing for me I think because it has been such a crap year to realize that it's linked to a whole lot of people up, right? Because you think about all these people when you only have your own time. I mean, for me, as we've kind of talked about a lot over the last, what did you say, 50-something episodes? 32. 32. Oh, fuck, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> don't help us out too much. <laughs> Almost. I've got some some social anxiety issues, and sometimes I hold back on uh, hanging out with people or talking to people. And actually this year, through COVID and a few other things that have happened, it's kind of made me realise that... Um, Life's too actually too short for that. Mm. You've got to do it anyway, especially <laughs> with the people that matter. Hundred yeah. percent. Oh, that's the sound of a staple cracking open. In case you wanted fresh, to refreshing, <laughs> green fresh, delightful. Yes, Sam, you so delicious. What's going on with me uh, this year? I kind of had to do a whole lot of stuff. Like you would know this as well, business wise, in order to kind of change and be not so stressed about the things. So I had to do a lot of streaming. We kind of came up with this whole thing, which is <laughs> yeah, which, which is pretty cool, I reckon. For me, 2020 has been like actually quite busy, I guess, like trying to do this stuff and then the streaming and then my own kind of thing. And I think doing this show in itself has meant a lot to me in terms of being able to like talk about a lot of things I wouldn't usually talk about. So I actually... Through this yeah. podcast, I kind of feel like a new person. Like I actually feel, yeah. I actually do. Like just <laughs> being able to open up and talk about things has kind of meant that it's actually, even though it's like us and we're like we're quite fucking close friends now through yeah. through yeah. this whole process, it's like now when I go out and I talk to people, it's way way easier for me to just talk about fucking anything and even open up even more yeah. to a whole. Because I feel like maybe I was potentially I a bit more guarded about mm. certain things before, and now I just. 
I give way less fucks because I know most of it's out in the open anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's pretty liberating. Yeah. I would say the same thing. Like even what we were talking about downstairs before we came up to record, like usually I'd just be like, I won't share that with people. Like I'm, I'm very guarded usually. I'm just like – I'll put on the happy-go-lucky and we only talk about happy things. And But when you start to – when you do a podcast and you talk about issues and you start to think differently and sometimes you share your vulnerable bits, you realise, well, it's actually not – like, it's scary, but it's not that scary. Yeah. And you kind of – yeah, it's kind of liberating. I also think <laughs> – I like it. I, like – hate that small talk and that bullshit. I don't want to talk about the fucking yeah, weather. Yeah, and yeah. so when someone opens up and says things that are kind of meaningful, I'm like, yeah, I can get on board with this. Yes. Like you're, you're showing me who you kind of are. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. It's hard to do, but I love it. And you create, you really do create connection that way, which is kind of the crux of that Brene Brown stuff is that through being vulnerable with the right people, you really do create these kind of connections. That's the word, vulnerability. Yeah. Being able to be vulnerable and like, because you, it's the brave face thing, just like you were saying. I'm really Not with good. everyone. Yeah. But, oh, you know, yeah. like with, with, <laughs> Selective you know. vulnerability. <laughs> yeah. But with the right people, like yeah. you said. Yeah. Like the girl you're trying to get into or that. Quite. Can we rephrase that the terminology? The person, the person, the person. <laughs> Quite literally the person you're trying to get into. Yeah, that's it. Vulnerability is key. Because guys aren't vulnerable. You, well, 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 I'm now I'm stereotyping, but I think well, that no, because the, the stereotype it. to be masculine to be a man is to not open up and hide these things, and that you know that's you know, it's got bit- us into a whole lot of fucking trouble because guys, men don't generally talk about the things they're struggling with, and mm. yeah, men feel like I feel as though they have to be more stoic and nothing really gets to me and I can't. I've got an answer for that. And, and I'm I, not, you know. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I mm. can't cry and I can't show emotion because, you know, a lot of times as well when people grow up, not everyone, but like if a boy cries, it's like, oh, stop being a girl or hard stop enough, being yeah. a princess or harden up or, you know, as in you don't really, like females don't hear that. If they cry, it's more accepted. For boys, it's about, no, don't cry and, you're a little bit more aggressive and that's how boys deal with things. I'm so aggressive. <laughs> Holy shit. Or how they should be. And Yeah, so I guess that kind of feeds into it. So but then at the same time, society like holds women back because they're like, you're too emotional. Mm. You, can't, yeah. you can't cry at this. You you're know. too much, too you're sensitive. Too- <laughs> Fuck, that's me. I'm too sensitive. You're too much. Yeah, <laughs> sensitive bitch. I know. <laughs> Fuck, I'll cry at the drop of a hat. <clears throat> Don't don't call me a sensitive bitch again. I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> I get the opposite. People think I have no emotions because my face, I have resting bitch face. Oh, but then secretly I'm like scrolling through Facebook looking at the kittens that need adopted and I'm like, oh, God, I'm dying inside. I know. I watched an NRMA commercial and I cried. What? <laughs> <laughs> Insurance? Yeah. Oh, God, those premiums are so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle it. NRA, you've done it again. <laughs> Isn't that our McCain? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that is our McCain. Our um, McCain, you've good done chips, it again. Those. Good chips. Yeah. Love yes. a good crisp. So, yeah, my year's been pretty good. I've been forced to do a whole lot of creative things that I like. There's a lot more music now for me, and I'm, mm. it's all it's all feeling pretty great. I've got, like, a good life balance that I, I enjoy. In, I'm internally impressed by the amount of shit you <laughs> managed to fit in. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I feel like you... you 
you were talking about even this time last year, you were talking about how you want to do a bit more music and you like your coaching and like all of the things, even like not a podcast literally, but kind of like what you were talking about was alluding to like a podcast and just like all that stuff you were talking about, it's like you made it the reality yeah, and was, you found that your perfect kind of mix. I had time, so I did it. And like me and Mikey had been talking about, oh God, do we ever send you, what we need to do is send you the first, because we recorded maybe two things. Um, I don't know if we sent them to you. I can't remember. I think you did because you were talking and you were like, give me your feedback. That yeah. I want to start a podcast. Yeah, and- have a listen to this. Yeah. Um, so bad, but we had to do that. That's the thing about putting yourself out there and I was so reluctant to do it. I didn't want to do it. And he obviously didn't tell me that he sent you those, sent you those I things. Sent it to I, so many yeah, people. Because no, I, <laughs> I wouldn't have done it because I'm that person that's sitting there going, no, we can't do it. I have to, I have to plan for this and then I have to like plan for this. And yeah. Sam's just like, send it out. Send it out. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. fucker. Send it. Full send. Yeah, full send. Great tune. No, yes. anyone. Don't know it. Too old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's been a good year for me despite all of the things. Like, do you guys have have any resolutions or things? Snuggle and Mikey. There's people watching now. We have to. You have I to don't start. like to get close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi. Here is my it's photo. Not to pretend it's a photo. Yeah. Do you guys have any resolutions for the, the year that is coming? We can do more things. Maybe. Mm. Who knows? I reckon 2021 is still going to be a bit fucked. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like either. Although I feel like we're more adjusted to how life looks with COVID. Because yeah. we've had this year to adjust. And I think we're kind of learn, learning how to live with it. As for New Year's resolutions, I never have New Year's resolutions anymore. Because whenever I did, I never followed through. Mm. But I do yeah, have same. goals that I set for myself. And something that I'm really wanting to focus on, just not even in the new year, but just from now. Like as I notice things, I'm like, okay, I want to start to change this. It's just actually sharing more with people. I realize that when I, I'm scared to share because I'm like, people don't fucking care. They don't want to hear that. And some people do feel that way. But a lot of times it's like when you do that, you find out who really should be in your life and who you mean a lot to and you build those real connections like we were talking about. And just being more real and sharing more of who I actually am, I'm still trying to figure out that. To be fair, Mm. I don't have it all down pat. But figuring out what that is and get more comfortable with, you know, me as a person and what makes me happy and kind of dropping more of that people pleaser persona that I have of always having to be the happy go lucky Layla that doesn't struggle, has her shit together. Mm, I can relate. Yeah. Cause when people talk to me, they're like, Oh, I look at you and I think you've just got your life together. Like it's perfect. And it's like, Oh, no one looks at me. Couldn't be further from the truth. (laughs) 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 They look at me and they're like, what the fuck is going on there? (laughs) (laughs) How have you dressed yourself in the morning, you muppet? (laughs) No one looks But what about about you guys? Well, I I was just going to say, though, that when you do that, maybe you don't get 6,000 likes or, you know, that much attention. But in the process of doing that, you kind of start to find your voice. So that's really important. And you kind of have to think about that as the process as well. And I'm kind of doing the same thing. I'm still trying to figure out what my voice is because it's kind of changed and I've got these kind of new ideas and I'm moving in a different direction and you kind of just have to put that out there, find your feet. You're not always going to get it right. Like I've said some things that are probably way too fucking abrasive, but I'm like, you know what? You're still figuring it out. Just do it anyway and give yourself the kind of the room to get it wrong and just 
work towards it. But I'm in terms of resolutions, yeah. I'm just in that reflective stage where I'm like, there's things that I haven't been doing and being vulnerable is one of them, and that's what I kind of over the break as I get some time to kind of reflect. I kind of want to work on bringing that into the stuff that I do next year and putting myself out there, which is hard, mm. but. This has been the kind of start of it, right? He's going on a date. That's- I'm not. No, <laughs> yes. I did not say I was Everyone, going that slide far. Slide in the DMs. Slide in the DMs. <laughs> now. You, you guys watching, if Putting you myself are in Sydney there. and you like the look of Mikey, look at him. He's so cute. No, we're Come not, looking, we're not looking at Michael. We're not looking at Michael. Don't look at him. Don't look at him in the eye. Don't look at him in the eye. <laughs> You'll get resting bitch face. Honestly, I'm going to bring this up. That, every- funnily enough, was not included in the putting myself out there. <laughs> I've been putting myself out there professionally, not romantically. No, there are no terms and conditions. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Pending. And you, Sam? Oh, okay. So this year, COVID was – so I talked about some good things, but the bad thing is I got into a really big dieting mindset throughout COVID because I got – really lean and that kind of fucked me up a bit. So I'm really keen this year to get out of that and kind of get out of like trying to stay lean and being constantly oh, focused on losing so weight. And because that's been kind of my thing for a while, like for a year. And I'm like, oh, I'm so over this. I just want to relax a bit. So I'm mm-hmm. just going to, I'm actively going to try and put on weight mm-hmm. muscle specifically, but obviously when you try and do that, you do get a bit of fat gain. And yeah. that's, that's a mental game. I played with myself a lot. Yeah. Um, because as soon as I start to do that, I'm like, oh, I'm not lean anymore. This is fucking shit. Mm. Um, so I'm just going to have to push past that, pass it, and put on some muscle. And that's it's hard kind to of- not be lean. I can tell you that, especially as a single person. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I think yeah, there are a few things that contributed to me like valuing how I looked as sort of everything. So yeah. I just need to get out of that mindset. And like, and the also last it's probably- kind of. Sorry, I'm, I know I'm interrupting. No, interrupt the fuck out of me. Maybe kind of disrupting what you think it looks good as well. Yeah, exactly. And I have more to offer than my body. So much more. You're not just a body, Sam. Yeah, there's more to me than my body. You're a brain too. Yeah, there's a brain in there somewhere. It's getting further further away from me the more staples we drink, though. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> so, no, yeah, mine, that's kind of... Mine's great. That's my one thing that I'd really like mm. to do. Um, I'd obviously like to keep this up. Like, every, I'd just like to keep up everything that I've been doing and add that in just yeah. to like kind of get out of that mindset that's good i feel like that's really hard to do i feel like even when you're in a relationship it's hard because you're like oh, to be fair like i've posted up i'm the thickest i've ever been during a summer just any period this is the most i have weighed uh since i lost my weight like five and a half years ago and that was like kind of scary and confronting when i first saw that on the scale like i know better i'm educated and i know like your scale weight doesn't just tell you fat it's it's everything and it it fucks with you but even when you're in a relationship it's like oh my god like i feel like my partner would feel like i'm more attractive when i'm slimmer and i'm i look more feminine Mm. and like I don't know. I feel like it's a weird thing, but I'm four staples deep, so I'm just going to share it with you. <laughs> Women, like we, I, I tend to feel like we get our value from being smaller and we don't want to take up as much space as a man. It's like when we're slimmer, we feel better. That's also, something I've had to really... society values you more when you're smaller as well. That's the problem. The, the society is the problem, and that's where you're getting that message from, don't you think? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it comes from you as well, but it's been 
that's the big message that all of us are getting is that we are more valued when we are a certain way. But even in my group, I feel like even now I'm the heaviest and you know, that I've been, but I, I get more compliments than I've ever gotten, but it's still, it still is a mind fuck to get used to because just your own things that you're used to my own conditioning of how I've been overweight. I don't want to get back there. It's a bit scary like thinking mm. if my weight creeps up i'm like oh my god am i gonna be am i gonna go back to being think, fat Layla? Uh, yeah. or like if you've come from that as yeah. well it's really similar to me if you come from that i reckon that's a mind fuck if you've like yeah. gotten to good shape from being like deemed unattractive overweight all that shit it's really hard to actively try and do that because you're worried that you're gonna go back to what you were before yeah you know and, and all the feelings that you, and emotions that you associate with before was unattractive, yeah. not confident, all these things. It's weird that you associate a physical transformation with all these things that actually make you as a person when you really shouldn't, but it's really hard to kind of separate the two. Yeah, it because is. Because we hate fat people. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying that personally, but like honestly, that's the thing. Fat people are not treated well in the society, so why would you want to be there mm. when you're treated the way that – Fat people are it's literally fat, fat phobic. I'm being yeah. fat phobic on myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is yeah. essentially. Yeah, wow. Yeah, interesting. And then, of course, I, I feel like we can't have this sort of conversation without recognizing that with our insecurities, we're still in privileged bodies because we can still kind of get by, whereas other people that are in fatter bodies can't. And so it's kind of, I yeah, I totally, I totally get it. And sometimes. I just get so angry at the world for disliking people for their physicality. And I think I also, when you're in the fitness industry, as much as we want to say it's about your skill set and, you know, it's not just about how you look, but it is about how you look. Oh, fuck yeah. And I feel like if I looked better, if I looked more, if I had more hamstrings, if I had – Less tummy fat and more, more abs. Hamstring, more hamstring so just <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just something Ladies I want. Looking this one, but only the back half. I just, I just want hamstrings. That's it. Yeah. I just want that back camel hump on the back of my leg. Yeah. I was like, maybe then I would make more money and people would just listen yeah, to me for yeah. the fact that I look it's better. The, the fitness industry is fucked in that way. And it's actually an Absolutely. internal mind game struggle. Dumb, stupid. Dumb, stupid, dumb, stupid. So Wherever we can, we've got to, I don't know, jump in and be allies to those fitness professionals that maybe don't look a certain way. Mm. That's what I yeah. try and do because they're, they're struggling with that shit. Like we've talked that about, just because gun. someone looks a certain way, what they do may work for them, but they could be the 1% and you are the 99% mm. and you have to find what's going to work for you. It could be a mixture of things as well, their genetic starting point. Also, like, what's their lifestyle been like up until that point? Some people have been active their whole life, so they have had 10 more years than you to be building muscle and being active. So you got to look at these things, which is really hard to do because you just look at someone and you're like, oh, they must have always been that way, and I just want to look like that. Mm. And then you don't realize how many differentiating factors there are that goes into that. Yeah. Like even us as educators, we are, we are human and we still can get caught up in that. And like, oh my God, like I find myself looking at, and I'm like, maybe if I look like this girl, I would have as a more successful business, you know, as they do. Or maybe I would get more clients. (laughs) 
<laughs> I've got a date. <laughs> a permanent date. That's right. um, <laughs> well, la-dee-da, Layla. <laughs> Rub your date in my face. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's a that's a really big thing. I think you don't just listen to someone based on how they look. Yes, how they look, whether they are in phenomenal shape or not, could indicate they are a good coach. But that is a very small percentage of how much they actually know. Mm. And you need to look past that as hard as it is because fitness is very aesthetic orientated. Um, But pushing past that and saying, okay, besides how this person looks, what information are they sharing and how is that helping me? How is that applicable to me? What principles can I take from that? <laughs> we're getting lit in here if you didn't know. <laughs> oh, am I jumping ahead? Am I jumping ahead? I think we're out of drinks. I'm going to go drinks right in a second. And you, and you, la- and you poo-pooed my Grey Goose. Yeah, sorry for poo-pooing that. But we've got more in the fridge, so there's heaps to oh. drink. Okay. I'm just going to grab more. Can I pee, though? What about the viewers? Don't go away, viewers. Uh, okay. I'll do a monologue. The vagina monologues. Why the vagina? What? <laughs> I am the only person with a vagina here. Have you not heard of that? I don't even know if it's a play. (laughs) What are you fucking doing? Vagina monologues, go. I'm not too sure. Something about labia, maybe. (laughs) Your labia and your vulva. I'll have to Google it. You called my bluff. I don't know. I don't know about the vagina monologues. I don't know about drama. I'm sorry. I'm not doing a monologue. Oh, see ya. Um, let's have a breather and do a pee because there's a few more things we should talk about. Oh, okay. yeah, I need to pee too. I need to yeah. pee so bad. Oh, so bad. That's okay. Is Mikey doing his shit? <laughs> Brief little int- intermission. We needed to pee. Are we living again? We are, no, we're not living again. This is like podcasts in two bits, isn't it? Oh. Is this actually Wendy? Oh, where's my mic going? Oh. Shit! I'm only playing this song because we're actually partying like it's 1999. Yes, I love this song. Prince. Oh. I used to love watching his movie Purple and Rain. drinking peach schnapps. It was me partying in 1999. I don't think I was allowed to party in 1999. No, I shouldn't have been allowed. <laughs> I was dreaming when I wrote this. Forgive me if it goes astray. Sorry, we needed a pee break, and why not play some music to break it up? Because that's fun. Okay, let's get back into it. Let's start with something sad. Layla. Has a thing to tell us, which he's actually told us already. I'm hyping it up way too much. We already know about this, but this is for you, the listeners. Um, I will be taking a little bit of a break from the World Basically podcast for a little bit. So, yeah, that's my sad news, guys. It's absolute trash. We don't like it, but some things have to be done. And yeah. we have really enjoyed having you on the show. You bring a really, really important dynamic because me and Mikey can get quite distracted and I get on a bit of, roll, of a roll with my words. And I feel like you kind of bring everything together. You are like the glue. Someone's got to hold that shit together. <laughs> yeah. 
You're the paste. I'm glad you think of me that way because I feel like I, I don't think of me that way, but that's nice. <laughs> Thank you. It's true. You have someone's got to keep us on track. You have lots of good nuggets of information. So oh, I love nuggets. <laughs> me too. It's good. We're going to go downstairs. I've got those bases ready to roll. I'm going to turn the oven on. We're going to have a great time eating pizza. We have been talking for kind of an hour, and it's going to be a, a big edit. Okay. <sighs> but um, what do you want to do? We're kind of everyone's kind of multitasking right now. So do we? Should we? Should we do a wrap up? Should I feel we do like a we wrap up? We talked about New Year's. Yeah, we resolution. talked about a lot of stuff. We've we, we've covered a lot of things, and we're also quite wasted now. Oh, <laughs> I was ready to go. <laughs> we? 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 What, yeah, what I've got, got heaps to say. Yeah, go. Oh, Fuck yeah, go. No, not really. Oh. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Put him on the spot. <laughs> He's got nothing. How long have we talked for? Uh, an hour now. Oh, so God, it'll be a standard really? episode length because I can cut some stuff out. Oh, how can we wrap this sucker up? We've already been grateful, haven't we? Well, I feel like we could be grateful to our listeners. You know, you guys have been here. Th- we've recorded 32 episodes. That's fucking crazy. Is anyone else like that? Go us. <laughs> it's yeah, like 32 pretty much hours of us talking about a lot of things. and um, A lot of my voice. No one asked. To. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we really appreciate you guys listening and sharing and doing all the lovely things that you have been doing. So look forward to the show in the new year. Layla is going to be on hiatus, but let's not say she's not going to be back. Yes, just not back for now. For now, for now. Have a Merry Christmas and a, well, Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas is very narrow-minded, isn't it? Happy Holidays. Yeah. And enjoy your new year period. Yes. Wait, are we saying goodbye already? Are we saying goodbye? Oh, God, I haven't prepared for this. (laughs) That's right. Let's do it. Emotional. Farewell. Let's do you. it. A long farewell. Avida, say goodbye. We'll do it over the um, the outro. Thank you so much for listening to Well Basically in 2020. We appreciate you. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> if you want, I to don't. Find- <laughs> yes, you do. Don't mind like that. If you want to find Layla, you can find her at Layla Glassy. If you want to find me, you can find me at Well Basically Sam. If you want to find Mikey, you can find him at Well Basically Mikey. The Instagram for the show is at Well Basically Podcast. And drinking staples. <laughs> yeah, and staple, fantastic beverage, only available in Australia. Yes. Get your fucking lips around Crisp. it. Succulent and Crisp. delicious. They have two sensual. <laughs> Two wonderful flavours. We have the vodka, lime and soda and the gin. Soda and cucumber, they are so, so Going good. Going very well. <laughs> very well, too well. Best served cold with mates. <laughs> yeah, they are, that's true. Um, so um, we'll see you in the new year. Think like mid-Jan, maybe end of Jan. We're not rigid with structure. Sometimes, sometimes not. Well, basically, happy new year. I mean, at some point you had to play so emotional. <laughs>